Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Yeah, it's time for the Host Plus Cup Show. That's a plus with Mark Braybrook. And a very good more afternoon, I should say. Welcome to the program. Great to have your company on this Wednesday afternoon. Jeez, time gets away. Wednesday rolls around again, and uh, we've got a massive weekend of rugby league around Queensland. Of course, Origin. This time next week, we'll be getting ready for Origin 1, Queensland against New South Wales in Sydney. But we've got a cracking round of uh, Host Plus Cup matches and we've got the BMD Premiership Grand Final at Dolphin Stadium as well. And our man Dave Maiden from the QRL is travelling the state. I wonder where we've caught him today. G'day, mate. How are you? Afternoon, Mark. How are you, listeners? Um, I'm in the, <laughs> in, uh, the beautiful, <laughs> the beautiful out, uh, out, at, out at Roma at the Arthur Beach and Oval here at Cities watching the, the Southwest schools picking their their teams for uh, the schoolboy competition. So we've just landed this morning. Um, it's it's great out here today, and there's a nice, gentle, lazy breeze that wants to go straight oh. through you rather than around you. So you uh, <laughs> it's beautiful out here. <laughs> Mates, I reckon I'm going to put it out there. Pound for pound, Roma, the best town in Queensland for providing uh, superstars. You talk about Arthur Beats and Oval, of course. Darren Lockyer is from Roma. The great Wally Fulton-Smith is from Roma. Uh, they punch above their weight at Roma. Yeah, they certainly do. Look, uh, country kids, they've come this this weekend or this today, they've come from St George and Cunnamulla and Chinchilla and Quilpilly, um, all over the place to, to come into the Southwest schools. And, and it's great to see them out here. They're resilient kids. They travel long miles just to play the game. And, and it's, it's fantastic to see the smiles on the faces out here. As you've been travelling around, we touched on it last week. Um, are you happy with the way clubs are embracing this country? Because that's why you're there. There'll be a match played in Roma for Country Week. Um, are you pleased with uh, what you've been discovering in your travels? Because a little bit later in the program, we're going to head up north to Burdekin to speak to Mick Bromble, who's the president of the Burdekin Roosters. Um, I reckon he'll be a bit excited. But how, how have things been as you have more travels? Oh, look, fantastic. Uh, last week we were in Monto and Springshaw. I think we were chatting to you from somewhere on the road there. Um, you know, and just to see the, the joy at, the, at each of the venues of our hosting it, there's a little bit of uh, nervousness about it as well, but it's, it's just a footy match. Um, so, you know, the expectations are the same. So as long as the field's safe, everything else is good. So, um, that, you know, every every venue so far, we've only got... Uh, we're meeting Roma today, uh, Kanamala later tonight. And, and, you know, it's uh, the, everyone's excited to host. And, and the whole idea behind Country Week is to make sure they're better off either infrastructure-wise or financially once the event's done. So and they all seem to be doing that. Well, there you mentioned Kanamala on the Breakfast with Patton Hills yesterday, uh, yeah, Tuesday. 
We had the great uh, Adrian Vowles, who's from Cunnamulla, who uh, played Origin, of course, and has a bus named after him in Yorkshire, would you believe? So we spoke to Adrian about growing up in Cunnamulla, and, uh, you know, he's made his way from there through to Origin and become part of uh, the Hall of Fame at Castleford in the Super League and has a bus named after him in Yorkshire. So anything's possible, Dave, for those uh, players from the bush. Well, it certainly is, and you'd like to think that these Country Week games have a, have an opera, opportunity to inspire kids to, to perform the next level and, and keep going with their rugby league. So it certainly makes them accessible. Um, so we really want to make sure that, uh, really want to make sure that that's, uh, that's, that's available to them. And, and a lot of the kids do. They, you know, our clubs do a great job in making sure that they're open, transparent and, and, uh, and accessible. And, and that hopefully that inspires these country kids to, to go further. Speaking of uh, country kids, we've got uh, the BMD Premiership Grand Final on Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock, Morton Daly Stadium at Redcliffe. And it's an all-regional grand final. The Central Capras up against uh, the Northern Gold Stars. And what a cracking game that promised to be. First versus second. The Gold Stars, I saw a bit of that. They really put it to Burley early. Burley fought back, but the Gold Stars won. What a grand final we've got ahead. Yeah, look, it was. There were fantastic finals. You know, Wyndham got this the semi-finals in their first year in the competition. Um, North Queensland Gold Stars have been there or thereabouts every time they've competed. Uh, and the Cappers, you know, that under Amanda Roll, they've done a really good job this year in, in, in putting together some solid performances. So, um, ironically, it was a team that offloaded offloaded better and supported better, uh, won both semi-finals in the Cappers and the Gold Stars. And, and it's going to be a cracking final. Whoever can whoever can stop those offloads or alternatively uh, master the offloads will probably win this game on the weekend. And I can't pick a winner. It's going to be tough. Uh, but it's great to see our two regional teams competing for the... Uh, BMD Premiership. Yeah, terrific stuff. And we'll hear from Tallulah Tillett a little bit later in the program as well. She plays for the uh, uh, the Gold Stars, so we'll chat, We'll hear from her a little bit later. Now, um, this week we're back. We've uh, almost got a full round, of course, last week. And we're going to speak to Jim McClelland uh, shortly on the program because the South Logan Magpies took their match to Tully last weekend. They didn't come away with a win, but we'll speak to Jim. They got beaten by the Pride 24-16 at Tully. So we'll speak to Jim about the relationship between South Logan and Tully and uh, taking games to the regions outside of Country Week as well. Uh, But what a round we've got this week. We have some terrific matches and the game you'll hear on SEN on Saturday afternoon, Dave, is first versus fourth, Burley against the Brisbane Tigers. It's a four o'clock kickoff and because of origin, uh, and the split round, uh, there's some clean air for this match. So 4 o'clock kickoff, 3 o'clock on air from Pizzy Park. Jury Forbes and Nathan Cross are going to call that one from Pizzy Park Saturday afternoon. That's going to be a cracker. Yeah, look, that will be a cracker. And again, I can't pick a winner because both teams are playing really good footy at the moment. Um, you know, they're going to be bolstered by the return of players. And, and, and I expect this one to be of high quality. High quality. So, um, you know, down there at Pizzy Park's always good on a Sunday afternoon. Looking forward to that one, and uh, I'll be watching it as well. And uh, with no rain around and the breeze we've had, the like, breeze, the wind we've had the last couple of days should be a terrific playing surface at Pizzy. Uh, then at Townsville, Saturday afternoon as well, 4 o'clock, same time kickoff, Blackhawks and the Cutters, that's 7th versus 10th. And what about this one, mate? I mean, on the same weekend, an hour later, 5 o'clock, Saturday afternoon at Bishop Park, third place Devils against the second place Falcons. And we're talking here on, you know, for and against basically, but uh, and a draw here and there. The, I mean, the top four teams are playing each other this weekend. 
Yeah, it's going to uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what they what all pans out come Monday. So both all those teams that will want to maintain their position on the ladder or improve their position on the ladder, a lot at stake. Um, both you know the Falcons and Norths have been playing really good footy as well, and, and and I expect this to be no different. So I think Norths lost their last game to the Tigers. They'll be keen to make amends for that um, and and show that they they deserve their spot in the top four. And the Falcons have just been flying under the radar, no no pun intended. Um, but um, they, you know, they've been playing really good footy, and, and Brad Henderson's going to play some a great style up there. Yeah, so what a, an afternoon of footy we've got! The top four teams playing against each other on one afternoon in the Host Plus Cup Saturday night. The Dolphins against the Jets. The Jets are hoping for their first win of the year, but the Dolphins are looking to put a couple back to back and get themselves back into this competition, back into the season, get their season rolling. That should be a cracker. Six o'clock at Morton Daly Stadium at Redcliffe. Then Sunday we head to Stratty. Uh, their traditional, their yearly game, the Winner Manly Seagulls take on the Central Capras over at Ron Stark Oval at Struddy. Not a bad place to spend a Sunday afternoon. No, look, that was uh, ironically when I first came to this, down to this job in 2015. The first match I attended was a, a Winham game on Stradbroke Island, and it was a fantastic day. It was a great atmosphere. One of the most picturesque ovals was right up there with Ken Brown Oval on Thursday Island. Um, so, you know, it's, it's going to be a cracker over there. Both these teams are performing well. Capras are, are keen to get back into the winner's list and, and, and win them, you know, of, of just slowly grinding away and they're a young side sort of getting themselves back into the groove as well. So um, I expect this one to be a cracker. Can't pick a winner. be interesting to see this one. Yeah, it'll be on KO and 9 now and, of course, those streaming on Q+. And finally, 3 o'clock, uh, Tweed up against PNG. It's still got Piggerbean on the QRL website. I haven't had the chance to speak with Matt Francis yet, Dave, but how are they looking? Will they be at home on Sunday? Have you heard anything? What's the latest? I can give you a bit of inside goss on that one. The, uh, the poor old Piggerbean's still a swimming pool. No. They, they can't even get on it to, uh, to no. mow it until at least Friday. So it's likely that this game will be moved to Tugan again. Oh, I just feel for Tweed. Seriously, it'll be like a homecoming of all homecomings. And it's ironic, isn't it? They play the Hunters who have based themselves on the Gold Coast for so long as well. So I feel for Tweed, I feel for the Hunters, and hopefully things for both those clubs in terms of getting home will start turning shortly. Uh, But we've got a terrific weekend coming up, mate. Thanks very much for your time. I'll let you continue on your trips. Roma to Cunnamulla. And next week, we'll be getting ready for Origin 1 this time next week. It's uh, remarkable how quickly this year has gone. Yes, it uh, will be. And we're looking forward to next week as well. So uh, go the Maroons. Good on you, mate. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Mark. Talk to you soon. There is uh, Dave Maiden, who is on the road and doing his best up there at uh, at Roma for the, the trip to make sure that everyone um, is well looked after when it comes to Country Week. So Roma... This afternoon, Kanamala tonight, he's been to Serena, he's been all over the place. But uh, anyway, we better take a break. And speaking about being all over the place, they were in Tully last week, the South Logan Magpies, beaten by the Northern Pride, but uh, taking their t- game to regional areas. Uh, so well done to the South Logan Magpies. And we'll speak to Jim McClellan after the break on the Host Plus Cup show. And it's all thanks to Host Plus. That's a plus. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Mark Braybrook on this Wednesday afternoon, a week away from State of Origin 1. There was one, as we mentioned last week on the program, one Host Plus Cup match that was played last weekend. South Slogan took their game to Tully 
to take on the Northern Pride. I thought we should catch up with uh, the boss of South Logan. He has been there for so many years. If there is anything that anyone wants to know about the Magpies, you ring Jim McClellan, and I'm pleased to say that we've got him on the line for this afternoon's program. Jim, thanks very much for your time. Thanks, Mark. How are you, mate? I'm well. And uh, the trip to Tully, tell us how a relationship came between the Magpies and Tully. I suppose it goes back many, many years, mate. We had a guy, Carlo Costa, played for us back in the early 80s. And uh, he moved back home and, and was sending me players from up there. Craig Tidesall was probably one of the one of the best we had. But the Jones boys, Phil Tardidi, those, those guys all came down and, and played for the Maggies and then went on to the um, Sydney Rugby League, the New South Wales Rugby League in those days. Um, and that was the relationship. Probably in 19, the chairman said to me, would you like to um, be part of the stadium up here? We're, we've got a new stadium and new facility and we want to open it. And I said, yeah, we'll have a look at that, mate. Then 2020, 21, COVID, um, those last year, those um, last couple of games were canned for the um, Interest Cup. So we had to... Um, not play that game, but I told him that we'd honour it this year and go up and play. So that's how it came about. It was a um, it was a long-winded uh, effort to get there, but we finally got there, and it, it was great to go out and take some footy to the bush. Uh, about twelve, fifteen hundred people turned up, so it was uh, yeah, good night up there. Yeah. Uh, cards didn't fall our way, but uh, but it was good for um, footy in the bush. Yeah, terrific stuff, mate. And how is footy in the bush? We hear a lot. We've got Country Week coming up. Dave Maiden, uh, we just had on the program. He's uh, at Roma on his way to Kalamulla to to get everything ready for Country Week. Uh, from your observations, how is footy in the bush? Yeah, mate, I, I think we're in trouble in the bush with footy. Um, I think we talk about grassroots and we talk about nurturing our game. I just don't know whether we do enough Um for the bush, i.e., Country Week's a great um, a great promotion for our game, but I think um, some of the host host plus um, games should be taken out there as well, you know, so that we're getting more games and more people investing in our game. You know, that, that's where our game begins at, at that level, and we need to be um, supporting it as well. Yeah, and we're talking about Roma. They're playing at Arthur Beetson Oval. Of course, Lockie and Wally Fulton-Smith are from there. We had Adrian Vowles on the program from Cunnamulla. Uh, most of, you know, a fair percentage in country towns punch above their weight when it comes to providing players, not only for the Host Plus Cup, but for the QRL, uh, the NRL, the New South Wales Rugby League. Um, I think we'd really notice it if there was no country footy in both of those states. Well, I think it's it's vital, mate. You know, yeah. state of origin. Where's it stem stem from? It's not Sydney centric. It, it comes from the bush. You know, like those yep. good players. Munster's a prime example. Ben Hunt. You know, you can go through all those players. You know, um, running out next Wednesday night. You know, the, the, probably eighty percent of them come from the bush. You know, and, and then come through the pathways and the systems of, of our our level of footy or or the NRL or whatever. But we just need to really sit up and. You know, take notice of the fact that the bush is it's in trouble, mate. You know, like um, less teams, less juniors playing out there, less volunteers. You know, we, we need to be taking games out there and, and showcasing our game, getting people to stay invested in our game, and, and especially at that level where they do so much good work. 
um, through volunteers out there and mums and dads that just, just love our game and want to be a part of it. We need to um, reward them for that by um, by making sure that they, they're in a good environment as well because um, it's it's not that good out there. With a, you see those competitions slowly dwindling each year and it's it's a little bit scary for the um, for the future of our game. Let's talk about some positives, particularly for South Logan. Um, the win in the Mal Meninga Cup, 38-26, it seems like an eternity ago. It was only a month ago. Um, over the Blackhawks at the Sunshine Coast, uh, you must have been delighted with the way your team performed. And Carmichael Hunt as a, as a first-season coach. Carmichael Hunt, and we had Hodjo there, obviously. Justin Hodjo, Hodges supporting him, which was... Which was really good, you know. And Carmichael is a is a South Junior, South Logan Corridor kid, um, who we never really got to um, see past his juniors. But he's come back and he's he's playing a vital role in our club now at um, at junior level and also senior level. So quality person. Um, he's done a quality job. Hopefully, it's the catalyst starting him on his um, on his coaching journey as well. But good group of kids. Um, the majority of them were. Um, Logan Corridor Juniors and a couple of kids that were in the Broncos system that uh, that supported them throughout that um, campaign and, and we see the result. It was a great result you know, um, for the club and for uh, the southeast corner. Well, you spoke about country rugby league. What about the junior rugby league in central Brisbane? You know, that, that Logan Corridor south there. How is junior rugby league going in Brisbane? Well, I think we're very fortunate, mate, especially the corridor we sit over and the, and the junior clubs we sit over. We've got so many great junior clubs there that um, that support South Logan Magpies. You know, like we, we we can't do what we do unless we're partners in their, in their clubs and they allow us to get in there and, and coach the coaches and support the, the youth, the male and female. We're, we're growing in the female space as well, which is exciting and uh and those those clubs are enormous, you know, like some of the bigger clubs, but we have the smaller clubs as well in our Logan catchment that really buy into what we're trying to do for um for the kids in that in those areas. When and and the flow on effect that that has to your host plus cup side, um, obviously, you know, it's sort of a trickle effect because not uh, effect because not every player that uh, is a star at under nineteen level goes on and plays in the Q Cup or even in the NRL. Um, so there is that pathway there now that, that younger people can see, not only boys but girls as well, to get them to that elite level. It seems to be now that development stream uh, is well organised. Yeah, well, I think that vertical line is, is now in place, you know, the, with the, the Cyril Connell coming back, the 16s, 18s, the 19s girls up into the senior level. It, you know, it's it's exciting times. Key is that you know we potentially lose a lot of those 18 year old kids they get swept before they get an opportunity to play for us um, that's okay that's part of the process as well you know if, if we can develop them they're good enough and they're ready for to get go to clubs obviously our links are with the Bronx but if the Bronx aren't looking at them then there's other opportunities at NRL level um, sometimes we can take the kids too early but you can't stand in their way let them get the opportunity and um, and go on from there. But, you know, out of that 18s, potentially we'll have five or six players that will stay with us and, and the rest will probably move on to um, NRL. Mm. And we, we'll just we'll just look after what 
what comes back to us and hopefully we get three or four players out of that side that are regular first graders for um, five to ten years, you know, going forward. Just before I let you go, Matt, I really appreciate your time. The ladder for the Host Plus Cup suggests that this is a very, very tight competition. Do you see it that way as well uh, so far this season? Uh, it's it's very, very tight, mate, you know, and um, while we're, we only sit on three points currently, we've been in probably three or four games that we could have won that would have would have got us up there. But, you know, it's 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 always a tight competition and I think this year is um is as tight as it's ever been. It's just it's great to see the Capras obviously up there finally, you know, being super competitive and, and sitting just in that in that top six. So yeah, it's gonna be um it's gonna go down to the wire, I think. I don't think it's there's there's going to be a, a top four at any stage. I think that will um that will uh, juggle along over the over the next eleven rounds, you know. Yeah, Jim. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Much appreciated, and uh, congratulations to the club on the efforts in uh, expanding the game, particularly taking that match to Tully. And good luck for the remainder of the year. No problems, mate. Take care. You too, mate. There is Jim McLennan from the South Logan Magpies. We better take a break here on the Host Plus Cup show. It's all thanks to Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today. Other side of the break, we'll be heading to Burdekin to catch up with the president of the Burdekin Roosters. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. Well, as we've been discussing in recent weeks here on the program, Country Week is not far away. I was lucky enough um, a couple of years ago with Scotty Sattler to head to Nanango for Country Week. Uh, We called the... Uh, I think it was the North Devils up against the Sunshine Coast Falcons. And the Falcons had uh, Nico Hines playing and Harry Grant. And the Devils, of course, uh, went on not that year, but a couple of years later to win the Premiership. And it was a, a wonderful time in Nanango. The people really embraced it. And there's a couple of new places that will be hosting games this year. And one of the teams that will be hosting a game are the Burdekin Roosters. And I thought I'd like to find out a bit more about the Burdekin Roosters and rugby league in the area. Mick Bromble is the president of the Burdekin Roosters and he joins me now. Mick, uh, thanks very much for your time. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Host Plus Cup Show. Good afternoon, Mark. Good afternoon to all your listeners. And how excited are the people of the North uh, and particularly Burdekin that the fact that uh, Air is going to be hosting a, 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 a Host Plus Cup show, a Host Plus Cup game, I should say. <laughs> yeah, no, look, the town's a buzz at the moment. Like we, We've... Um... I uh, had QRL up here last week for a bit of a me- visit and a, a meeting. I spoke with Dave and Danny about what it's going to bring to the town. And, and um, yeah, look, they, they're just sponges at the moment. They're just absorbing all the information they can, and, and um, it's going to be a big game, I think. Tell us about the Burdekin Roosters. Well, the Burdekin Roosters has been around for a lot of years. Um, we've seen some changes up here just going through struggling with players and... and um, you know, in the 90s, the competition actually merged into Burdekin with Sundays and, and uh, just to sort of take in a couple of, like Bowen, which is 100 kilometres away from us, and um, just to try and get uh, players. And then um, through the early 2000s and, and mid to, you know, the 2015 sort of thing, we we just just been growing ever since, you know. Like, we have had our, have had our issues with numbers, but, yeah, the Burdekin Roosters is pretty... Pretty strong club in in uh, the towns or RLTD district, you know. And how many teams and how many players? 
Well, we've got, um, we feel four teams, so women's, 19s, um, Reggie's and A-grade. So all up, we've got 106 registered players. Um, but yeah, we're also in the competition, which is, you know, it used to be Townsville District Rugby League, and now we're called um, RLTD, and, uh, and it's just slipped me what the R stands for, but <laughs> we've only just, they've only just merged there. So we we play against Charters Towers, um, Ingham, North, which is just Northern Townsville District, um, and then there's three Townsville clubs, so Brothers, Western Lions, and Central's. Um, so yeah, it's it's a tough, good, good, tough competition, you know. Like it's we've always had good respect for all of our rival teams, but you know when the boys get out there, they're, they're not shy to pump one another. <laughs> and <laughs> traveling wise, what's the furthest you'd travel for an away game? We have the pleasure to travel to Charters Towers two and a half hours um, to get out to the Charters Towers and and. Um, Actually, we quite enjoy going out there. It's it's our furthest western um, town that we go to. So, yeah, two and a half hours that way, two hours to the north of us to get to Ingham, and then um, an hour every weekend after that to get to Townsville. And what's the Burdekin Rugby League Park at Air like? Oh, mate, I wouldn't be biased in saying it's the best best ground in the comp. Like the boys will. Be honoured to play on our field. I think we got we got a groundskeeper there, and he does a great job. This year has been an exceptional year for for um, grass, and and our fields are just looking amazing at the moment. We we top dress them, and they get they get really looked after. So we've had we've had the Cowboys and Blackhawks come down last year to our competition to run a uh, to our club to run a an opposed session down there, and. And some of those boys are walking off to say it's one of the best fields they've played on. So, for a regional club, I think I, I won't go as far as to say we, we'll outdo the, the stadium in Townsville, but yeah, we are a pretty good field. And mate, uh, what does it mean? I, I I can get in your voice and I can understand what it means for the club, but what does it mean for the town to have uh, Country Week come to to air? Oh, mate. It's just it's it is a big thing for the for the town. Our, our, our town loves their footy. I, I, I could go back 2019. Um, we we played a semi final against um, Centrals on a Wednesday night, and we had 738 people through the gate. They just love their footy in the Burdick, and so you would you would go a long way to find someone that that's not not into the footy. So for for the town, it just it just shows that. It sheds a spotlight onto us. It, it shows what a, a great club we have and what a great community we have. And, and um, everyone's just looking forward to getting out there and, and, and being seen. So, yeah. Any plans in place uh, for what's going to be happening over the weekend? Because you've got the Blackhawks against the Dolphins on Saturday. It's a three o'clock kickoff. So what, what plans are in place yet? Or is the committee still meeting and working out what you're going to do over the weekend? We're still, it's going to be a massive day because we're still trying to work it out. To, we, we definitely have the Blackhawks slotted in for that three o'clock kickoff. Um, prior to that, we'll be playing. We actually have a home game in our competition. So Herbert River, which is Ingham, are coming down to the Herbert River Crushers. We'll be coming down to play us. So again, the regional club games are, are strong games. We, um, I'll make a note, and I hope Joe hears this, but um, which is the president of the Crushers. We took four wins away from their home game last time we went up there. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I dare say they'll be coming down here to show us what they can do. So, yeah, we'll be playing a game before, two games, and then our A grade plays at, at 6.30 after the, the host cup plays. So it'll be a massive night. Like, it's just going to be... Yeah, we can. Show, we'll just be showing, you know, the rest of Queensland what what the Burdekin can do for football. Oh, great stuff! And people, I would imagine, because uh, as I said, when I went to Nanango a couple of years ago to call the game with Scotty Sattler, um, you know, Harry Grant was playing. Nico Hines. This is before they were NRL players. They were sort of on the verge. Anyone knew how good they were, but. I mean, Redcliffe have got affiliation with the Warriors. You could well have Warriors players in that side. Same with the Blackhawks and the and the Cowboys. You've got two quality teams there. I would imagine that people will be coming from far and wide uh, to the town for the weekend. Oh, that is correct. Uh, again, you know, with the Blackhawks, and obviously there's, every time you open a league uh, uh, paperwork, uh, open a paper for footy at the moment, it's all about the Dolphins and them going into the the next level playing. So, you know, there's been a lot of followers for the Dolphins as well, but the Blackhawks, the Cowboys, like North Queensland hold their own, like, and they and they look after their own. So the support for everybody will just be for footy here. So, yeah, it, it is, it's an exciting part of the day. Excellent stuff. Now, before I let you go, mate, for the Burdekin Roosters, what, uh, how's the season been and what have you got coming up? <clears throat> mate, the season's been quite a good start for us. We've got um, so we play the last two of our first round. Uh, this we'll play one this weekend and the following on next weekend. We're, we're um, still we, we've input inputted a few new players to the um, to the team and the A grade, so they're still finding their feet. They've come away with with um, one win and and one one from three, so one from four. Sorry, so they're still finding their feet. Our Reggie's. They're on a on a trot at the moment, so they're doing really well. And and nineteens, our ladies are undefeated. So we've um, we're we're there. We always are. Every every year we're we're there. We're just hoping our new coach this year has given us that next level training, given the boys a bit of next level fitness, and we'll we'll get there. Because the last two years we've made semis, we've just not never been able to hold the cup. So this year we're hoping we'll be there. Oh, mate, it sounds like uh, everyone is really excited about uh, Country Week coming to town. Yeah, mate, everyone's stoked. Look, it's just going to be a massive week. I'm looking forward to hearing back from, from QRL once we get the itinerary going. And, and um, I can't see – there wouldn't be a place in town that won't want to get involved with it. Oh, absolutely. Good on you, mate. It's been great to chat with you. And we might touch base on the Host Plus Cup show either in the week or two before to see how those preparations are going, uh, Mick, so that uh, we really ramp up the excitement and might touch base with you after the game to see what it was like. It'd be great to catch up again, mate. Oh, I look forward to it, mate. Thank you. Thank you, all the listeners. for And, um, yeah, I'm here for you whenever you need me. Good on Thank you, Mick. You. Thanks for your time, mate. And uh, we really appreciate it on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. There he is, the president of the Burdekin Roosters, Mick Bromble. And uh, you can just tell the excitement that uh, Country Week brings to the country towns. And if you get the opportunity, as I said, uh, we were in Nanango a couple of years ago uh, and we went into Kingaroy and had a look around and spent some money in the, the peanut van on the way into Nanango. And Sats and I had a wonderful time and everyone involved in the coverage back then. So the the matches again, Saturday, July 23, round 16, are the Blackhawks and the Dolphins. They're at Burdekin Rugby League Park at Air. Also on... Uh, that weekend, we've got the Capras and the Falcons, uh, which will be played at Monto. Uh, 
Um, round uh, the 16th of round 16, it is Saturday, the 23rd of July in Serena, uh, the Seagulls and the Cutters. Then in on Thursday Island, the Pride and the Magpies at Springshore, the Seagulls and the Jets uh, at Cunnamulla, the Tigers and the Hunters, and at Roma, Arthur beats an oval at Roma. Jeez, there's some players that have come out of Roma, aren't there? The Devils and the Bears. That rounds out Country Week. It should be an absolute cracker. And we thank Mick, and we'll catch up with Mick a little bit closer to the event to see how preparations are going there for the Burdekin Roosters for their match at air. We better take a break here on the Host Plus Cup Show. Thanks very much for your company. We'll take a break and be back with you. We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. Yeah, Wednesday afternoon, the Host Plus Cup Show with Mark Braybrook. Thanks very much for your company. Nice to have you here on this Wednesday. Of course, Origin is getting underway very shortly. The first game, of course, played next Wednesday. The team's in camp. It was named on Monday morning. And uh, there was a press call with Billy Slater and the four debutants, Pat Carrigan. Uh, was there Ruben Cotter, Selwyn Cobbo and Jeremiah Nano. They handled themselves really well. Uh, they've got um, a day off today and then tomorrow they're back in training. In fact, Thursday and Saturday, the two big training sessions are being held on the Gold Coast. They're in camp on the Gold Coast. I just thought, I'd, you know, we'd hear from the coach, Billy Slater, also a couple of the players as well heading into, uh, which is, uh, you know, always the most important game of a series, game number one, to give a side an opportunity to set themselves up to win the State of Origin series. And, of course, New South Wales have won the last two. Well, Billy Slater was asked when uh, he fronted the media on Monday on what he plans to do or what he hopes to do in trying to stop New South Wales from continuing their winning streak. I will find out. Uh, they're all outcomes. Um, so, you know, this is, this is new to me. I'm going to make mistakes, just like the players are going to make mistakes, but um, I'll make them with good intentions and you know, I'll, I'll give every bit of myself to this, and which I have done so far and um, I'm looking forward to it. People have asked me what sort of coach am I going to be. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be me. That's all I'm going to be. And um, where I feel I can contribute to the group, I will be contributing. Uh, we've got some great people that we've got in and around the group um, and our role is to get them to next Wednesday night in the best physical and mental shape for them to play their best football and us to play our best football collectively. So um, that'll be our goal. Um, how we do that, I don't know yet. Yeah, but you're a winner, Billy, aren't you? Your history shows you're a winner. I'm a human. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, um, I don't know. I, I, I like to do everything flat out. I like to do everything 100%, and that's just me. So... Um, yeah, I don't know whether sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but uh, we'll be giving it everything. There is Billy Slater. He's He was ultra impressive on Monday and uh, speaking to Cam Smith on Breakfast with Patton Heels this morning, uh, he's been ultra impressive right from the get-go after being named as the Queensland State of Origin coach. Uh, this is what Cameron Munster had to say on Billy Slater. Yeah, I guess uh, um, congratulations to Billy. Um, we all know what he's like as a person and um, very diligent, especially when he has a job to do. And um, he's got a good young cop there at the moment and the boys are very confident and very eager to learn and they're really excited for this. One of the things about um, Billy Slater and the team that he's picked is that uh, while there'd be players disappointed to miss out on uh, selection, um, Queensland is named as good a side, I think, as it is possible for them to name. I don't think there's any player 
outside of the the 22 in particular, but even outside the 17, um, that you know is one of the is a, a selection that you could say was uh, surprising. I think everyone is in form and everyone is playing as well as they can. And here's what Billy had to say about uh, how and why he selected those players. Well, it's not exactly why I went with them. It's, it's, they, they, they pick themselves. They, they decide whether they um, are performing well enough to play for Queensland. And, um, you know, we're fortunate enough to have a group of Queenslanders that probably deserve to, to play for Queensland this year. And, you know, we've picked a, a 22-man squad that I'd be comfortable with, you know, any one of those 22 players playing for Queensland next Wednesday night. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. And one of those is Pat Carrigan, who'll uh, make his debut. I He was impressive as well and has been. Of course, he coached uh, captain sorry, Brisbane um, through a difficult time last year, uh, suffering that ACL injury. He's fought his way back. Um, and he spoke, as they all did, all the debutants spoke about what it means wearing that Queensland jumper. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty surreal to be honest. Um, yeah, it's tight, a bit tight this time. I've put on a bit of weight already, but um, no, nah, it's awesome. I think as a kid, you dreamed about it, and um, yeah, it's pretty surreal. I'm not gonna lie. So there is Pat Carrigan, pretty surreal. I think they're all thinking it's pretty surreal, but they get down to business with their big training session uh, tomorrow on the Gold Coast, and they back it up on Saturday before really uh, bunkering down to get ready for Origin 1 in Sydney, and you'll hear that match right here on SEN, and uh, it promises to be an absolute ripper. We have three different calls. We have the, the neutral call, I suppose you could call it, then we have the Blues radio and Maroons radio, so you can choose which type of call you would like to listen to on Origin Night, which comes up a week from now. So this time next week, we'll be getting ready for Origin 1. Speaking about getting ready for a grand final, uh, this weekend the BMD Premiership Grand Final is held, and it's a what you could call a regional grand final. The Central Capras are taking on the North Queensland Gold Stars. You remember we spoke to the coach of the Gold Stars on the program last week. Well, they were winners over the Burley Bears on the weekend, and Central got up as well. So at uh, Morton Daly Stadium this weekend, it's the uh, BMD Premiership Grand Final between... Uh, the Central Capras, who finished on top of the table, and the North Queensland Gold Stars. Tallulah Tillett plays for the North Queensland Gold Stars, and she's one of those key players who will be hoping that she can steer her team home for uh, those in the North to a victory on the weekend. And uh, uh, the QRL website caught up with Tallulah after the win over Burley last weekend. And first of all, offer congratulations on making it through to the grand final. Uh, yeah, pretty cool. Um, obviously, last year we just went down by two points to Burley Bears, so to be able to come back this year and obviously get the win over them in the semi-final today, um, we're very excited to be going to the grand final next weekend. Can you tell us about how it felt to be playing that game out there? You were pretty dominant from the start and all the way through. You didn't really relent. Yeah, um, felt pretty good. Obviously, we got off to a good fast start there in the first half. Um, second half, we come out firing, but then we just sort of fell away a little bit there in the middle. Um, but, you know, that's something that we need to work on for next week so that we make sure that we're playing the full 70 minutes. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and your footy as well? Did you learn a lot from playing NRLW this year? Yeah, I did. Obviously, going down to Newcastle and representing the Knights down there. Um, learned a lot down there. And so to be able to come back here um, alongside the other girls that played in the NRLW and obviously share our experience with the girls here and uh, put it out on the field here has been pretty cool. So there was a few gold stars that went to the Knights. Do you think that sort of combination helped in this competition? Yeah, I think so, definitely. Obviously, um, you know, a few of us play in the spine. So I think that's been very important working on our combinations from last year and obviously down to the NRLW and then coming back for this season now. 
and preparing for next week, you're facing the Capras. It's two regional teams. Do you love that? Yeah, I do. Um, it's obviously very exciting to have the two regional teams in the grand final. Um, last time we versed them in the round games, it was a pretty tight game. So hoping it's going to be a very good game next weekend. So in the preparations for next week, what sort of things do you think you'll work on for the grand final? Um, I think probably our biggest thing will be um, holding the ball in our defence. I think if we can make sure that we do that, um, we'll be able to get over the top of the Capras. And just finally, there was quite a few supporters down here that came down. How much support have you had from home? And they've half of them seem to have flown down here too. Yeah, we've got a lot of support all around Queensland. Um, so to be able to have them come down here and uh, show their support for us, it really means a lot for us. And obviously, we've got all our family and friends back home that were watching the live stream as well. So we really appreciate all their support. Yeah, terrific support for both teams. The Capras, the Capras in every competition have had a terrific start to 2022. And the Gold Stars, good luck to them and the Capras in the BMD Premiership Grand Final this weekend. Now, the Host Plus Cup, let's have a look at those matches. We're at a cracking game on Saturday afternoon. You'll hear here on SEN, uh, because there's no uh, NRL match on Saturday afternoon uh, because of the split round, we're at four o'clock. We'll be at Pizzy Park on the Gold Coast. Drury Forbes and Nathan Cross, <coughs> excuse me, will be there to call the match between the Burley Bears and the Brisbane Tigers. It's first versus fourth at uh, Pizzy Park on the Gold Coast. Should be a cracking game. That's the match you'll hear right here on SEN. Kickoff is at four o'clock. Also at four o'clock, the seventh placed Townsville Blackhawks will take on the Mackay Cutters. That is in Townsville at Jack Mansky Oval. Saturday afternoon at Bishop Park, another ripping game. <coughs> Excuse me. The North's Devils, third place Norths take on the second place Sunshine Coast Falcons. That is a five o'clock kickoff. Saturday night at Redcliffe, Morton Daly Stadium, the Dolphins take on the Jets, 11th versus 14th. Can the Jets get their first win of the year? Or will it be the Dolphins continuing to build into their season? Sunday, two games on Sunday. The uh, TV game on uh, Channel 9 and KO will see Wynnum host the Central Capras, fifth versus sixth. They've had a tough couple of weeks, the Capras, and they'll be looking to bounce back on Sunday afternoon. That's a 2-10 kickoff at at Ron Stark over at Dunwich. So uh, not at uh, Cougarai, but Wynnum taking on the Capras there. And on Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock, fingers crossed, Piggerbean Sports Complex is open and dry for the Tweed Seagulls to take on the PNG Hunters. They should be okay. Ninth versus 12th to round out this weekend, the split round in the Host Plus Cup. So plenty of great action there and some terrific games to be played. Well, that's about all the time we have for. Don't forget, you'll hear that game Saturday afternoon, 4 o'clock kickoff. So Drury and Nathan will be on air at 3 o'clock on Saturday afternoon for the Bears up against the Tigers. Burley up against Brisbane Tigers, first versus fourth, which is our Host Plus Cup game to be broadcast here on SEN. Enjoy the rest of the week and the weekend. Plenty of great rugby league action right across the state. We'll be back next Wednesday afternoon with a bit of a special origin preview here on the Host Plus Cup show. Thanks for your company. Have a great week. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.